0: kick weekly. Yes, we're fab, I don't know. Something like that. What is up? Super kick weekly in the house. Brand big veto t big veto t what up? Super kick weekly. What up, brand? Boom, ch- boom wow. What are we <laughs> <Something> <laughs> <blocking>. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I was trying to do uh, a thing.
1: What's, up? <laughs> what's going on?
0: Not nah, in the wrestling world. You know, there's a few things going on. Yeah. It's your uh, It's your weekly source of wrestling news and entertainment right here. As only we can bring we it do- to you.
1: We do chat about wrestling sometimes.
0: Every now and then. And nonsense. Wrestling
1: and nonsense, nonsense wrestling.
0: You know, I had a profound thought right before we jumped on here. Uh, right. As I mentioned, I was getting some some food for the kiddos, you know, and uh, one kid tries to sneak off with the plate of pizza into their room. (laughs) And I'm like, well, what are you doing? You know? And they know, like, they're not supposed to, like, you know, be eaten up in their room, you know? That's kind of like a thing. And uh, so he's like, well, you know, I don't have anything to watch because this kid in question... Uh, has has lost their device, their their tablet device, which is like the lifeline. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So ain't that the truth? It was just like, man, you can't just watch like what's on TV or whatever, you know, because his brother is out there controlling the television, watching whatever. It's like you can't just watch what he's watching, even if it's just for like twenty minutes. Like how that concept is so like removed you know are are we too into our own things now that we have like phones and that's basically what i'm getting at Vito. do you feel like we're all in our own worlds more than we should be or is that just like on a person-to-person thing
1: i'm not afraid to admit that me and my wife will sit in the same living room and stare at our phones and not even talk to each other for like and then i'll realize Oh hey, it's been a while since we even talked to each other. What's up? How's it going over there?
0: It happens. It happens <laughs> it's, to everyone, it's right? The
1: phones, man. Yeah, it's right. the phones. It's like, geez, let's just let's just set this down and see how we did today.
0: <laughs> it's interesting being in your own, like, uh, like it, it doesn't happen often, you know. But sometimes it'll sync up where you know the wife's sitting there and she's watching like the. uh You know, like TikToks or Facebook Reels or whatever the hell, and I'll get like caught on some. I don't do the TikTok thing, but sometimes I get stuck on those Facebook Reels, you know. And uh, it's like the the comparing and contrasting of like the different things that we're being sent. You know, they're completely different in the same household at the same time, but they're like catered to each other. You know, all of her stuff is like. Beauty stuff and this and that, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. All my stuff is like wrestling and like music and other like comedy shit. You know what I mean? It's just games for us and game. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, she like she'll play her game.
1: She plays a Walking Dead game, and I play you know a couple different games, and then I'll switch to like reading news articles and stuff like that. So okay, browsing Twitter. Twitter's my thing. Browse through Twitter.
0: See, that's interesting that you guys have separate games, you know what yeah. I mean, and that like you each be into the game. Like, I don't, I know. don't like her game, see, I that's can't, the thing. I can't do it.
1: There's, there's too much stuff going on. She plays a Walking Dead game, uh, I don't know the name of it, Survival, or something, something. I don't know, they're not our sponsor, we don't have to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> so. And I, and I I play a game for a minute or two, then lose interest, and then I'll go read some news about, you know, wrestling stuff, and then that'll lead me to Twitter, and I'll just scroll through Twitter until I get bored. But the only people I follow are wrestlers. <laughs> I only follow wrestlers on Twitter. Nobody else. So... I don't follow no toxic stuff. The only thing I hear about is what other
0: wrestlers post. I have a weird social, uh, because I have to like, or have and had controlled so many different accounts for like so many different like projects. It's almost like uh, it's, it's hard for me, especially Twitter because I have all these accounts that are basically just like, junk but like a bunch of them are wrestling yes you know some of them are like music related you know or whatever other stuff and the feed is a little bit more different but or sports yeah Yeah. like i have a sports twitter i have a wrestling twitter
1: i used to mix it between it used to be like like three quarters wrestling one quarter politics but i got rid of all the politics and put the politics on one twitter over here,
0: political, political Twitter, man. That's uh, yeah, that that's 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 a tough scene right there. I'll tell you what, it is, it
1: is. That's why I don't go to it very often. I go to it when something happens. You know what I mean? I'll go check it out and see what people are saying. Right. But I stay out of the politics the best I can these days.
0: Well, not to get off on a moral tangent there, but you know, it was, you know, it's, 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 just, I don't know, it's just, I was just thinking about that as we came on the air here, and just, man, things are different, you know. Uh, you sent me that uh, that meme about the the different activities, you know, that you've done and stuff, and oh, how yeah. a lot of them are being blocked out. Um, yeah. Apparently, just sitting and watching the the same show is is becoming you know what I mean? like less and less uh
1: uh two things uh one thing from what you just said my daughter told me she said uh, uh dad you know how you get songs stuck in your head uh, yeah of course i know how i get songs stuck in my head she goes well i've watched this show so many times i have an episode stuck in my head and i'm like you got to be kidding me get out of here <laughs> bro that so, happens
0: that's the type of things <laughs> i quote i do movie quotes all the time so like yeah movie definitely. quotes
1: yeah but she says she has an entire episode stuck in her head right so i'm like all right well that's good
0: <laughs> sometimes you you would take the movie quote though too far and you could literally probably do the whole movie if you like kept going. Something, you I mean, oh, know, there's, there's
1: a couple cu- movies I can probably quote. Yeah, there,
0: there's a couple movies I used to be able to do that with. I don't know so much anymore. Not as sharp as I used to be, probably, but uh, some people will get me on
1: uh, some people will get me stuck on doing Forrest Gump. I, I can't stop <laughs>
0: Forrest Gump, really. Yeah, yeah, okay, I love it. I love Forrest but, uh, Gump, too, but there's yeah. only little bits and pieces of, like, dialogue that I, you know, that, like, stand out to me, and it's no, not and something uh, I usually end up <laughs> quoting a lot. Uh,
1: when me and certain people get together, and we hear we're sitting there together smoking or whatever, and we hear someone say Alabama, we cannot help <laughs> ourselves. This Green Boat, Alabama. Alabama. Every time we hear the word Alabama, we immediately go straight to that. Yeah. It's triggered. I love There's that.
0: Triggers. I love that. Yeah. Greenbow. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe we should go back to your home in Greenbow, Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Good okay. stuff, man. Yep. All right. Yep. Well, speaking of Alabama, yeah. Really? I don't know. Which, which I was thought like, I, where you started thinking,
1: like, what? I, was,
0: I was trying to pull out some kind of miracle uh, segue there, and it didn't end up happening.
1: Speaking of, I love Forrest Gump forever. I got five forever news.
0: <laughs> let's kick it off with that. Yeah. I mean, let's kind of Thank pick you. up where we left off because that's kind of where we left off last week. Okay. This is Kick Weekly. Oh. We are talking about uh, wrestling world stuff. This video game comes out in 10 days, and uh, it's something that's uh, oh, important to a lot of us.
1: So we've talked about the roster the last two weeks in different ways. And uh, from everything I've read, the roster we've talked about is the roster. I have not heard anything different. So the people we discussed not making it in, probably are not making it in. Most sadly to me is evil uno. I feel bad for him. If he, I feel really bad for him. Telling evil you uno. man,
0: secret code. It's gonna be a secret code on the game. I tell you that. I so I hope there's some way
1: to pull e- evil uno out of here somehow. But uh I feel bad for him. But I found the date releases for the um, DLC packs.
0: Oh okay so there weapon- is it, dates. Is there Is there Is there details on these DLC packs Or is it just dates uh,
1: I have I have details of sorts Okay So um, FTR revival pack Will be coming out with the game On June 29th uh, There's a Limitless bunny bundle Limitless bunny bundle Coming out July 25th so just about a month later, and then there's a hook hand hook housing, very handsome, very evil pack coming out about a month later, August 22nd, which is,
0: we got to wait till Dan August Housen. to get the Dan Housen pack, man. Yep,
1: Yeah. And of course the, I don't know if I said that before the, but the bunny and Keith Lee are in the limitless bunny bundle. uh. And then you get uh, okay. Then the other one is the Matt Hardy pack, and it says pre-order bonus, available later separately. I don't know what that means. Available later separately. What? Was it? I don't know what that means exactly. So those would probably available be like separately.
0: those would probably be like individual um, individual downloads, like you know, like a few bucks a piece. You just get that one person. Or if you have the season pass, well, you know, you just get them.
1: This says the AEW Fight Forever Matt Hardy pack is a pre-order bonus. But right after it says available later separately. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So you'll be able to buy them like the Bad Bunny. What is for. Uh, yeah. Did you get did you pre-order 2K23?
0: I don't think I did. I think I waited so till after release. The bad bunny,
1: the bad bunny character, I didn't either. And I now he's like any $10. of
0: the <laughs> DLC. Yeah.
1: I got the season pass, so I'm getting all the packs that are coming in.
0: Last year with 2K, I bought the I bought like the $100 version and I was like, "Man, you know, cuz I don't know. It was some, it was just that a was deluxe and uh, you know, I don't know. It's just like, I, I just I wish I wouldn't have, you know what I mean? Like kind of a thing. I have I have enjoyed this year's game just being the bare bones Yeah, uh, just as much.
1: So that's my Fight Forever news. That's when the DLC is coming out. Starting, uh, know you get about once a month give or take a few days so that's that's the news for the dlc
0: good strategy for that hopefully there'll be even more stuff because yeah i mean as far as characters go um that's literally that's that that's already stuff that's been announced right so yeah um Nothing, you know, there's still no acclaimed or no, you know, no. like like you said, Evil Uno, um, none of that stuff yeah. as tag of teams.
1: Yet. We're lacking
0: on tag teams majorly. So. But the thought was that this would be a game that has several seasons. So we'll see. Yeah. If that ends up. Like they're not making another game. Well, yeah, I mean, at this point. It'd be hard to, to just crank out the yearly games, but maybe they could get yeah. to that at some point.
1: Well, yeah, Kenny Omega said that's not, they're, they're not making a game every year. They're going to add to this one somehow. They must have left that back door open.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, I, I think that that's a good strategy. It gets annoying having to buy a new game every year. I would, like, I wish they would do it with 2K and, like, the Madden games and stuff like that where it's just like, let me just, you know, you pay, like, 20 more bucks or whatever and the game updates with the new rosters and, you know, you don't even have to download a new game. They just do, like, a mega update of it just like they do with every other game. I know we have the technology, people. They do that with Fortnite. <laughs> they do that with Call of Duty. They do that with all yep. these freaking games. They change the whole game for the new season, and then, you know, just let the people do their... <sighs> it's easy. But, you know, people, they they keep doing it because people keep buying these same game every year, same game with the new roster. Every, you know, people just keep buying them. And uh, so there's no reason to change that model until it's not making any money, right? I mean. Yeah. Kind of the thought.
1: I'm kind of counting tag teams that are already in the game here. Um, Let's see. Because uh, they're losing a lot of t- tag team. We talked about this. Tag teams are, are what they're missing. So I'm wondering how many they have. Let's see, so Best Friends, Lucha Brothers, uh, Young Bucks, Hardy Boys. Uh, I mean, are they going to put uh,
0: Jurassic Express in the game? They're both in know. the game individually, right? So. Yeah. Makes sense to oh, me. And
1: FTR. So, if you don't count Jurassic Express, they got five tag teams in the game. Hmm. And that's not adding, like, the Dark Order or. Um, Like uh, Jericho and Sammy, or anything like that.
0: Hmm. So, anyway. Interesting.
1: Or that also isn't adding Powerhouse Hob and Ricky Stark, so I'm not considering them a tag team. So, there's five tag teams in the game Best Friends, Lucha Brothers, Young Bucks, Hardy Boys. And FTR. Hmm. That's what we got.
0: Interesting. I wonder how the tag team gameplay pans out. We'll have to, we'll have to wait and the, see on the, that.
1: The way they do tag team moves, it looks good. Right. I just, we, they just didn't show like the button configurations or anything like that. But it looks good. There was a whole tag team trailer. And, okay. and gameplay
0: and everything, so. Well, Vito. all the videos. Switching gears here. I mean, obviously, probably the biggest story. And we just, we got to get the elephant out of the room. You know, we've we, we yep, put it off right. long enough. We do. Okay. That's right.
1: The bloodline, right?
0: <laughs> yes. What? I mean.
1: Yeah. The Uso's, of course. The Uso's. The Usos have left the bloodline. The Usos have officially have,
0: left the bloodline.
1: Yes. Jimmy and Jay have kicked Roman and Solo. Yeah. And there's I heard there's going to be a Civil War match, apparently.
0: They... Uh, that segment was done very well. Once again, I was talking about this last week, you know, just like when it comes to these segments... Uh, I mean, they've just been they've just been so great. I mean, it is just like drama at its finest. Even though it's like, it's so like Dragon Ball Z, you know, like dragging out, (laughs) like every week. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna fight, but we have to do twenty million things before that. And I gotta do this. Yeah, that's everyone's wondering, like. Like, which Samoans are they going to bring in to replace Jimmy and Jay? (laughs) Ooh, that's it. I mean, I haven't really thought about that. I mean, do you think that that's something they're going to do? There's things
1: all over online, like, trying to figure out which ones they're going to bring in. Yeah, right here. Bloodline Civil War announced for Money in the Bank.
0: Well, you could bring in like a like a Jacob Fatu or whatever is probably the first name that that people bring up if you're talking about that. Um,
1: yeah.
0: You know, there's uh, there's Rock's daughter, right? She's around there somewhere, isn't she? Uh,
1: yeah, she's in that uh, weird group in NXT. That uh, what's it called? Gives them. There you go. She's in that group, so
0: I guess that's also that's also an outside chance. Um,
1: Uh, I have heard rumors that all those guys are uh, like they just stopped like appearing in MLW. I think all the Samoans were in MLW or something, something like that. So yeah. Alright. Now that we've talked about the biggest story in wrestling, what was the one you were going to talk about? The oh, second biggest?
0: No, that was the one. Totally. Okay. That's where I was okay, going okay. with that. But, Are you we know, done today? Or? Yeah, I think we're going to call it good.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Okay. Let's talk about the elephant in the room.
0: We, we got to talk, talk about,
1: about AEW Collision.
0: AEW Collision. The return of Pepsi Phil. Pepsi Phil. Um. And we've been talking about this story. We've talked about it a lot. You know. Yeah. You know, if we, uh, we add this up, uh, throughout the course of time. I mean, this is all played out during our whole podcast and you can go back and. Yeah, we've went back and forth and questioned this and that and the other thing. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, I kind of let you know where I stand as far as this goes. I mean, where, where are you at now with this, with this promo? I mean, you, you, you had first kind of when you, when it happened, you would kind of message me and, and, and you weren't really, uh, you weren't really feeling it at the time, uh, it seemed like it was like, uh, you know, not your favorite thing in the world at first. Have you changed your stance on that? I mean, how, how are you approaching this now?
1: Uh, well, I just pulled up the transcript.
0: I got the transcript right here too. you. Shall we go over this and we'll just dissect it Uh, as we go.
1: Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so, uh, well, let me just say, overall, I he did exactly what I expected. Uh, he did. He wasn't classy at all, like the Bucks and Kenny were. So, and I expected that he wasn't too far off from his all-out media scrum. He didn't come back a changed man. He came back right on the ready, ready to go. He'll see Punk. He's he's ready for it. Uh, and that's what it's going to be. Classic heel CM Punk. And uh, I guess I'm ready for it. Yeah. I'm ready to hate him.
0: Very interesting stuff here. Um, it's almost like you don't even know how to... I don't even know how to like set this up and, and paraphrase this. But, you know, of course, you have CM Punk returning... Just like in a bubble, right? Like, CM Punk returns a new show uh, for AEW, which is filled with the return of of several people that have seemingly been ousted from the main roster of AEW. So there's there's that kind of backstory. Uh, Of course, like you mentioned, the all-out scrum the fallout uh, of the of brawl out if you will Um, yeah I mean literally we've went back and forth just like wondering like okay what you know what's real and what's for sale here you know throughout the course of this whole thing Uh, and now here we are like All I got to say is Funk comes out. First and foremost, he has this, uh, he has Larry the dog on his shirt. Oh, yeah. All right.
1: And a pair of shoes on his neck. What?
0: So literally, like, that's just the shirt by itself is an homage to the whole thing. They're playing it up right there. And we talk about this promo and I I read this morning and we'll get to that here, but let me just go through this promo and we'll break it down piece by piece. Okay. So this is the first words we have heard from anybody and without directly saying so as far as officially on AEW television, right? Um, on, on the shows themselves. We haven't heard anybody say anything about the whole thing uh, until this year. So the Young Bucks
1: and Kenny actually came out and said we're specifically not gonna talk about what happened. We wanna talk about the future, we're moving on. Right. They came out and said that.
0: So that was their quote back in Yeah. When they when they made the when they came back, uh, however long ago. Okay, so um, I think it did an all right job setting that up. But anyway, I don't know if you guys <laughs> heard, but I'm tired of being nice. And the cr- crowd pops. Gone ten months with a ruptured tricep tendon. Tore it straight off the bone, but I'm still here. Straight off the bone, and that's that's information we we just now got. Like you <laughs> straight know I mean?
1: off the bone.
0: We we haven't heard oh, that God. until just recently that it was that it was like that. Uh, but I'm still here, and as long as I am, this is the professional wrestling business. Interesting. It's a business mm-hmm. of grown-ups. This has never been a popularity contest, so you have grown-ups, which is already a, a reference right there to the Working with effing Children line in the press scrum.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, popularity contest, I mean, you can take that for what it is. Uh, we all know I would probably have lost that one a long time ago, so tonight we're going to have a little conversation about the future, but first... I'd like to have a little conversation about my past, which I don't think is checkered. Actually, you, you kind of do have a little bit of a checkered past, CM Punk. You kind of—I'd say—you kind of worded that a little bit oddly. But hey, you're in the moment. I understand. So he goes on to say, uh, "If you would have told 15-year-old me, you're gonna sell out Budokan, you're gonna sell out MSG, you're gonna sell out every building in Chicago with a roof, I'm not sure little punker would have believed you. It's because he didn't experience what present me, standing here in front of you all, crazy bastards, has experienced. So, babyface stuff, right there. They talk for like crazy
1: that. bastards too, right? <laughs> He's calling us crazy <laughs> bastards. We love you, Phil."
0: Uh this is this happens a lot uh in these promos nowadays I mean I think it happens across the board it's like you have uh it, you don't know where you stand right it, it, you have this whole paragraph which is totally babyface but then as as we'll see here you know not so much as we go on Yeah. Uh I'm tired of being nice. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Uh he he would go back to this. This this is this is a thing that this is all uh built on. This the this is this is what we're trying to get uh to catch as the new phrase for the t shirts. Tell me when I'm telling lies. You're gonna hear that a lot.
1: Yeah, that's his thing now.
0: (laughs) I did all these things and I got here to this place riding a wave riding the backs of smart, passionate, professional wrestling fans like you. And, oh gosh, I never fit in somewhere more in my entire life than I have here in professional wrestling. So, putting over the company, putting over his time there, putting over the fans right there, more babyface stuff.
1: In Chicago.
0: Right. We're in Chicago, of course, but... Let's uh, not forget that. But he's also being—he's also painting a broad picture of just the fans and of itself. Uh, he's not specifying Chicago at this point. Uh, I love you for it. I love you because you love me. You love me because I have never compromised. I've been unapologetic my entire career. I am me, and I couldn't have done this all without you. So once again, um. You can take that as Chicago or as a broader landscape of fans. I really right? don't
1: think. Do you think that when he goes to another city, they're going to cheer him?
0: Well, see, that's a fascinating dichotomy of this, right? Like, if you're just playing to your city, then, then how do we know the score? You know what I mean? I definitely see yeah. what you're saying. Um, I don't, in my opinion, I
1: don't think he is.
0: But I mean, when he goes on here, I mean, th- this kind of this is a this is a broad statement, okay? Uh, but it seems there are some people that hate me for the same reasons you all love me. So some people, the rest of the world. You could could say this as fans or as wrestlers, doesn't specify, just says some people. It's a pretty vague statement, okay? So we'll forgive them for that one. Hey, listen, I understand. The magnitude of me makes people uncomfortable. I very much understand that my mere presence makes people uncomfortable. Interesting statement. Who's who's uncomfortable by your presence? Possibly Tony Khan when you're embarrassing. Literally him. everybody. And uh you know, when you're embarrassing him in the media scrum or what like you know, like I don't know. Um that's because I am the truth and the truth is painful. Yeah. And people pop to this and he said thank you and then they popped again. So uh
1: <laughs> I am the truth and the truth is painful what what
0: is that well i think he was talking about our truth there no our truth <laughs> people everywhere what's up? <laughs> what's up what's up what's up what's up yeah
1: you know what song i did like just to take a small break from this What's okay quick and road dog getting, getting rowdy get rowdy, get rowdy. Get that most
0: things.
1: getting rowdy anyway all right
0: Back to Phil. <laughs> so now, uh, more fan stuff, and this is kind of where the lines start to blur a little bit here. Uh, he goes into this part where he says, uh, "This sign right here says CM Punk is my hero, and you can call me that. This sign here says Pepsi Phil. You can call me that. This That's sign, you call him. yeah, I just call him that." Uh, this sign here says CM Junk. You can call me that. Boo me, cheer me, love me, hate me. You all do it because you know I'm right. This is a, I mean, we, we've heard this from a lot of people. This is like, uh, this is your, your typical uh, tweener stuff, right? This is, yeah. Uh, so I'd say like, you know, you're moving into more of a tweener and the Such only reason why
1: he's getting away with this is because he's in Chicago. He does this in another city. He's getting booed out of the building.
0: It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Yes. Um. Now, here we go. Now, here's the money line. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can call me whatever you want. You know what David Zasloff calls me? Who's David Zasloff? Is that his agent I don't know, or something? I'll Google it. I've been meaning to look that up. Like,
1: what? I'll Google it right now.
0: Okay. I mean,
1: our media department. Media department. Media Get department.
0: Media. I want to thank uh, a uh dot com for the transcript of this promo. I believe that's how you pronounce the website. I'm going to give a credit, a shout out to them while I'm thinking about it. Uh, I don't. I mean, he's a musical artist, I guess. David Zasloff Oh yeah, is this one of these? Uh, uh, because because he he name dropped uh, Joe Strummer from the Clash a little bit later on. Um, he's a comedy comedy guy.
1: uh, Stand up comedian, multi instrumentalist, vocalist. Uh, Dracula and Women's Prison. He does something called
0: Dracula and Women's Prison. Anyway. Interesting. Well, that dude calls him apparently One Bill Phil. And that's because I am the one true genuine article in a business full of counterfeit bucks, which gets a pop. Um, this line was apparently uh, I saw uh, something, some kind of news thing on Twitter or something like that. Ah, um, oh, go. Melter is saying that that this line was pre-approved by Tony Khan, so there you go. Um, everyone's obviously said that. Uh, That's melter thing, supposedly. According to Meltzer's sources, this this line was approved. Uh, huh. This this line was ran by Tony, and he said it was fine. Um, so that tells you all you need to know, right there, right? I mean. Uh gets a pop. He says the king is back, baby, and I have to do a lot of I have a lot, I do have a lot of things to get off my chest. Is what he follows that up with. There's a pop, and then we get a slight F the Elite chant echoing a similar FCM Punk chant. Which didn't didn't that happen in the same arena? Is this, wasn't that in Chicago when that also happened?
1: Uh, they got, when, uh, they went to Chicago before the elite got booed out, but FC and Punk happened in every other arena during the, during the, um, best of seven trios match with, uh, death triangle. But I do got to mention after the counterfeit buck thing that the young bucks changed their, uh, Twitter handle thing to if it were 2018, we'd already have a counterfeit Bucks shirt available on
0: PWT. Kill it, (laughs) y'all. See, yeah. So, so they're working it as well, right? I mean, all right, folks. A little bit of technical difficulties never hurt anyone. We're back at some point. I don't know what happened. Well, we were talking about the Punk promo. We were talking about uh, this led to a six-man tag. Punk back in the ring. I did not get to see the match itself, you know, so tell me. How did Pepsi Phil look in this thing?
1: Uh, He looked all right, you know. know? He's an old man, (laughs) but he's in good shape still, you know, so he does his thing. Uh, They kept him and Joe out of it for a while so they can build up the fans' anticipation to see uh, Punk and Joe in the ring since I think they said 2005 or 2007 I don't know early 2000s so when they finally faced off there was like a little shouting match in the middle of the ring and then it went into a good old fashioned uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn soccer punch or uh, hockey punch match it was cool the Punk-Joe thing was a good payoff. It was well worth the wait to to hold out in the match. But uh, ultimately, uh, Punk pinned uh, Juice. So, you know, FTR and Punk went over. Um, and I saw a video at the end of it where, uh, uh, you know, one of those after-collision-went-off-the-air type things where uh, Punk and FTR were in the ring with uh, some kid who had, or some kid who brought a sign on there said support the LGBTQ youth. Talked about his friend who had cancer and he was uh, transgender and stuff like that. So he did a a little, um, what's it called? A moment. Uh, Where he sent out a message on his first night back, so that was good.
0: All right, a little community service there. I just want to shout out to my vintage uh, Stone Cold Slurpee cup here. Love that cup! I've got the All
1: Star uh, game.
0: Got the uh, rock, the rock one somewhere. Uh, I, did, I did have that one, but I don't, I don't know, Mo. No.
1: I mean, I don't remember the WWE All-Star game or WWE All-Stars or whatever it is, but Cup's cool. Those little movements.
0: Oh, wait, there it is. 3D. It's like those cards we used to get back yeah. in the day. I love those. So, Anyway, also want to mention about this AEW collision show before we move on from it. I heard from a few folks, as far as the overall review, that it had kind of a different feel. Uh, We had the different announcers, right? Um, So, what did you think of that? And do you think, did you get more of a. Did you feel like there was more of a a concentration on uh, matches instead of like other stuff during the show as well? That that's Uh, that's that's kind of I do
1: have I do do have have a note coming out of uh, Collision actually. Uh, uh, One more match that I want to talk about. Uh, As you said, the commentators were Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGinnis, Um, and Jr. showed up for the main event, which was not good. Poor Jr. Uh, had some problems. Yeah, he fell um, or something. So right. he was not talking very good. Right. So, uh, which he apologized for. I don't. I don't think he should apologize for anything. But it was very cool of him to do that. Um. But uh, there was a match between Buddy Matthews. But Dasha was the announcer for that night, and she announced him as Buddy Murphy.
0: Oh gosh, I don't know
1: if you heard about that? Yeah, yeah. The lower three said Buddy Matthews, and she announced him as Buddy Murphy. I was like, oh no. But anyway, um, during that match, Buddy used uh, Ria's submission. Uh, which, you know, uh, he's with Rhea Ripley. And there was a sign in the audience that said, um, uh, shoot, I can't remember, but it was something about uh, crying, something about him being mad or sad because Dom was with his mommy or something like that. It was just another thing of poking fun at him because Rhea's with Dominic on on nwwe um but then like i had sent a message to you when this happened but uh oh before i get to this kevin kelly did not know how to say andrade's name he kept calling him like uh uh illio or illio or idolo he was think- uh he was basically pronouncing it as it's spelled and I was like, "Oh man, he was butchering it the entire match. I wish he just would start calling him on Andrade." And I, and uh, but what's funny is Nigel McGinnis was hitting it every time, El Italo, and I was like, "Oh man, Nigel just turn to him and tell him to stop saying it." But um, he put the figure four on Buddy Matthews, and I was like, "I was like, oh, how cool! His father in law gave him that move, and then he bridged." And wow. I was like, no way! He's using his wife's finisher. And then Buddy Matthews tapped. And I was like, oh, he won with his wife's finisher. Yeah. So there's a there's a little thing right there. They both used their uh, their significant other's moves, but Andrade won with his wife
0: kind of interesting how that works, right? Like how they're split up like that, and that's also the case for Buddy's stable mate, right? Alistair uh, or Malachi Black. Yes. And Zelina East Vega. With, uh, Zelina Vega, yeah. Right. Over in over in the E. So it's weird how um the E they the they fed. they The Fed departs with the guys, but they kept a hold of all the women in the relationships.
1: Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Very interesting
1: how that works. Um, Oh, the other part I was going to say. Oh, uh, uh, Charlotte had put something on Twitter saying like, you know, uh, uh, loved that move or did a good job or something to have to do with him using her finisher and he, his response back was uh, um, you know I learned from the best but how come you didn't tell me it was that hard to bridge <laughs> so, <laughs> so he was basically giving her props for doing a move that was hard for him to do because he kind of struggled getting the, the bridge up coming off of his neck
0: yeah no, definitely, it's 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 something that uh, you know that probably just the the female body is maybe more better inclined to to stretch yeah, that she's, way.
1: She's longer and lankier,
0: that so it's too. probably
1: easier for her body to move it like that.
0: A couple of news bits here. I want to go over with you. Uh, we'll we'll stay on this AEW uh path.
1: Okay.
0: I uh, have a couple little tidbits here. Um, oh. Let's see here. The premiere we can date. Pay per view. Um. So. Uh, if you didn't know the uh the AEW Collision, obviously and this really shouldn't even be news, I don't know, but it's like, ideally, you want the... (laughs) Literally, Dave said this on on Observer Radio, it was like it was a piece of news. Um, It was literally about how... uh, the, the June 17th debut was picked because there wasn't anything else going on that night, which is, like, obviously. Like, uh, of course, I feel uh, stupid for you reading that. Uh, hold on. So I almost feel uh, stupid for you reading it, but here's another um, thing. I thought, I thought I'd bring this up to you. I thought you'd think this is a great video. This is about the AEW referees. Uh, were on uh, you, you saw this on this Hey EW uh, and maybe you can explain this to me how they gave a, a explanation for uh, why the, why table usage is allowed okay yes
1: I first of all I do not miss an episode of Hey EW <laughs> okay I love that show I love RJ City anyway that aside um, for, well, at the end, they they got to a point where they said it's refs' discretion, but they said basically how you use a table comes down to context. They're like, did you move the table? Are you using it as a weapon? Was the table just sitting there when you used it? I mean, did you use it in malice? Like that's what basically that's what they're saying. If like you move the table and set it up as a weapon then that would be a disqualification. But if the table was just sitting there and you walked the guy over there and threw him through it or laid him on there and do it, then that's not a disqualification. So when AEW uses the timekeeper table, the reason why they don't disqualify you for that is because, I mean, that's just part of the arena. The table is sitting there and who's going to fault you for, for doing that. Right. That's why. But if you were to move that table, take the sheet off, move it to like in the ring or something, that would be a disqualification.
0: It comes down to incidental contact, I guess. Yes. Is what we're looking for.
1: Basically, it also comes down to ref's discretion. And there's only been like five disqualifications in AEW, so there's that.
0: So apparently also, I'll switch gears here, a couple WWE bits real quick. Um, something that Nick Khan said on some interview that he did about how we're going to get more holiday weekend, uh, PLEs, uh, on the WWE side of things. Do you agree with this? Are you willing to sacrifice your holiday weekends,
1: uh, centering it around
0: wrestling? I mean,
1: what holiday are we talking about
0: Christmas? Well, I mean, he, he, he wants to do more. Um, payback is going to be Labor Day weekend Okay. Uh, you know of course uh, they just did the uh, AEW just did uh, Double or Nothing on uh, Memorial Day weekend so on and so forth Uh, but apparently they want to tie these together more apparently they they think that there's some sort of a business uh, connection which I guess makes sense. I mean, that kind of goes back all the way to the, to like the Starcade days, right? How that was tied to Thanksgiving. And yeah. uh, and then later on Survivor Series, you know, uh, countering, uh, you know, Vince countering that. Um, so what do you think? Wrestling on holidays? I mean, I love it. I, hate it. I don't hate it. <laughs> I mean,
1: mean, those aren't really big holidays. I mean, maybe for mean, Memorial Day I camp on Memorial Day. When is Labor Day? I don't even know when Labor Day is.
0: It's the first uh first weekend in September. Yeah, that don't bother me really. Yeah. I mean That's also a big camping. No,
1: weekend. don't do it on Arbor Day. Arbor Day is really important to me.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> or by or by God, Saint Patrick's Day or whatever. Yeah, you know what don't,
1: I mean? don't mess with don't mess with those type of holidays. Well, I Maybe mean, you want to pull one on Christmas. Oh, uh, let's do it. Let's do a, a PLE on Christmas. Why not?
0: Let's do it. You know what's interesting that he says that because you have freaking uh Wrestlemania every year, right? Is usually like either last week of March or first week of April. Yeah. But if you notice, they always make sure to never run it against Easter. I was going to say, They've with those never, dates, you're flirting with Easter. Right. They've never done that. Every year, I'm worried that they are going to collide. I think that's what Nick Khan is setting us up for. He's, oh, like, man. he's Don't like, do it in to two us. years,
1: we have to do it in Easter. And they're like, no. If Don't. we tell him now, if we tell him now, in two years, we can do it. Yep. Get right. ready, dude. WrestleMania is going to be on
0: Easter in two years. I guarantee it. That's but, what Nick Khan setting us up for. That would be kind of a nightmare but maybe not. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe it would be fine. You know, get I mean get the get stuff out of the way earlier on uh in the day or something like that. I don't know. It could have uh it could have an, its advantages. So, yeah. um,
1: we have uh I think before we run out of time, we should talk about the two new matches that were added to Forbidden Door. I don't think we talked about those.
0: Yes, let's preview this Forbidden Door show because by the next, by the time we talk again, it'll be ancient history. So because uh, Sonata You have the card up in front of you there.
1: Yeah, well Sonata put out an open challenge and uh much to the internet's chagrin. Jungle Boy Jack Perry with Hook, I might add, accepted the challenge. So, um, so it will be F- Jungle Boy versus Sonata for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Okay, so okay. that's match number one that was added. Now, this next match is going to be very interesting because I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen. Next match. Hiroshi Tanahashi has challenged MJF for the AEW World Championship. MJF says no. Right. MJF says thanks, bud. I'm gonna pass. <laughs> so it's been it's been made official. MJF will face Hiroshi Tanahashi for the title at Forbidden Door, but he says he says this not happening. So when we get there and they line up. Hiroshi Tanahashi's in the ring. We'll see what happens. I guess
0: we only have so much time.
1: I, a lot of people think MJF is just going to walk to the ring and kick him in the nuts and leave.
0: Um, they could do something like that, which Possible. would be a
1: shame because I really like Tanahashi and I would love to see him wrestle MJF.
0: I think people would be pretty disappointed. Yeah. Um. Do we really only have these four announced? These yes. two in addition to yep. the Omega so Osprey? Far
1: Omega Osprey, Danielson Okada, Sonata, Jungle Boy and Tanahashi MJF.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Well, guess they got a lot of work to do uh, between freaking Dynamite, Rampage and uh, Collision. Oh, shoot. Yeah, we have six days. Right. It's next weekend. Or this weekend, rather, if we're talking about this sequentially.
1: Um, how many matches do we have at the last one? Hold on a second.
0: There was a good nine or ten matches on that on last year. Thirteen. Thirteen. Wow. I underestimated. So we're looking at nine
1: matches in six days. Wow. Well, that's kind of crazy.
0: I would say, uh, you know, this would be the time to throw out some predictions of what we could see. I can't think of any off the top of my head though. I mean, obviously uh, you got the rest of the the Blackpool guys that don't have a match yet. They should be in there somewhere. Um, probably get thrown into like a six man with somebody. Koda. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, of course. Yeah, they've got to they've got to do this. They've yeah, got to do that, right? The whole elite yeah. versus. Uh...
1: You add a Japanese guy to Blackpool Combat Club, and then add Kota Bushi to uh, to the elite do something
0: with them oh yeah that's right because Omega uh, is busy in this match and Danielson's busy in this match so you literally it would just be well it'd be hung box against like a, a three piece then yeah what so. looking at. some kind of mishmash uh, you got uh, I'm drawing a blank I oh wait a mean... minute Wait, uh, Orange Cassidy, Zach Saber has been teased apparently. They're Um, going
1: to Orange Cassidy and um, uh, the pure champion. Uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, 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 Garcia? No, Japanese guy. <laughs> Shibata. Oh, okay. Uh, is going to wrestle uh Zack Sabre Jr. and Garcia on Dynamite. Oh, okay. So it could be Good. um it could be uh they could add Orange Cassidy versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Shibata versus uh Garcia. They could do that.
0: Does Shibata still wrestle for New Japan? From what I understand, Shibata, I mean, he he's, like, limited in what he can do. It's kind of like having Flair out there or something like that, you know? No way. Right? Isn't it? It's like... No way. He, he can't really... He's a pure champion. He can't really take bumps. Well, yeah, you can just, like, do, like, chain wrestling if you're the pure champion. You can just get in there and have, like, a mat wrestling match. He, oh yeah, I guess you're right. But Shibata can't he can't bump like a whole lot or like at all from what I understand. Huh. It's so, like he can be in there, but like he can't really can't really do much. I'm pretty sure. But they hide it very well. So, yeah, I know a, a lot of ground to be covered. We'll see what happens. Of course, we will, uh, next week on the show, attempt to do some sort of review. Even yeah, though, next week we'll break down Forbidden Door. Right. We'll find some way somehow to watch it. Uh, whether we have to break into the people's houses and take, break through their Forbidden Doors. Yeah, (laughs)
1: am I right? Oh, I ain't afraid to knock down some forbidden
0: doors. (laughs) So, anything else you want to hit before we get out of here, BVT, my man? Um, no, I think uh, I think we said it all. We'll talk about more forbidden door next week. We'll preview. Uh, I'm sure Money in the Bank will be like a week out or something at that point Uh, the next week so we can go ahead and do that maybe talk a little bit more stuff Uh, I don't know maybe someone will get their arm bit in the meantime who knows (laughs) until next time thank you very much for joining us Big Vito T scissor me my man Superkick Weekly subscribe leave a rating We'll see you next time. Keep your forbidden doors locked. Keep your forbidden doors closed. Keep your forbidden door out of my door.